0: Struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader,
1: paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have The Vault.
0: Unlocking conversations in real estate today.
1: We are live with The Vault. I'm your host, Jess Hastings-Lesperance and let me introduce my co-host Alexa Miller. Welcome
0: back. I'm very excited to welcome our guest today, Carissa Bai. Carissa is a Gray Bruce local where she has been a mortgage specialist with Meridian Credit Union for six years with a total of 15 years of banking experience. So welcome, Carissa.
2: Oh, well, thank you very much.
1: So thrilled to be here. I'm excited. And I have a thousand questions. I always do. I think I always say I have so many questions.
2: Yeah. Half an hour is never, ever long enough. Yeah. No, it won't
0: be. Uh, Just start by telling us a bit about yourself and your background.
2: Well, as you just said, 15 years in the banking world, I actually didn't ever picture myself as a mortgage specialist. I always thought that I would be going into the agricultural sector. Um, I grew up, farming with my my dad we still actively farmed together so I always thought I'd be doing you know ag lending or something like that at Farm Credit Canada but I love it <laughs> I was really fortunate enough with my experiences at Meridian that I had like really awesome mentors there and um Along the way, I just kind of got pushed into the residential and grew my experience there. And then, boom, next thing you know, I'm like, how has it been 15 years? Yeah. (laughs) And all with Meridian Credit Union. So I've been pretty fortunate with my experiences there and just the right people. And I guess maybe being in the right spot at the right time. So yeah. here I am now. I I with you
1: guys. I think that's amazing because 15 <laughs> years to me
2: means experience, which means I want to work with Carissa. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I guess you could say it does make a difference. It especially does. now, like mortgage lending and mortgage financing. You even think of like 10 years ago. It was, I hate to say it, but it was so much easier to get a mortgage 10 years ago. Yeah. And the constant changes every single year between what the federal government changes with. Oh, we're going to add this thing called the benchmark rate. Oh, we're going to add this thing called the stress test. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to do a first time homebuyers rebate of this. And, oh, we're going to give you a forgivable down payment through the county. And it's just so much has changed even yeah. in 10 years. And now we're in this industry, where we're in higher interest rates and where are we going to get our down payment from? And the cost of living is so much higher. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to have 15 years of experience over that to kind of like see how everything has come to this standpoint and, and how to help people now. It is. Yeah. I have so many questions. But
1: the number one thing that's happening
2: right now is mortgage rates are going up. Yeah. Mortgage rates are going up and we're going to sit here patiently waiting for, it to see what Bank of Canada does in September. Um, You know, we all wish that we had that glass ball to look in to see what things are going to happen. Because I was honestly saying at the beginning of this year, oh, the fourth quarter of the year will come and maybe we'll see those interest rates go back down yeah. or stabilize a little bit. Whereas, you know, we might actually see Bank of Canada increase again in September. Yeah. And so it really puts impact on people, especially those with variable rate mortgages, and especially with those that use line of credits back mm-hmm. in 2021, 2022, when real estate was hot, hot, hot. And people were like, I'm going to get a line of credit at 2.45% interest. Mm -hmm, And we're going to max it out at 150,000 so I can buy this cottage up in beautiful Red Bay. (laughs) Well, guess what? Now interest rates are like 7.2% on a $150,000 line of credit. Yeah. that's almost money rate. I I know, you know, like I know with more expectations, it's kind of like a painful experience for people that are in the position where their mortgages are maturing now. Mm -hmm. And again, like such a massive benefit of working with experienced Mm. mortgage specialists and understanding kind of what your privileges are with the mortgage company that you're with. I agree. Yeah. So like Meridian Credit Union, for example, we had folks whose mortgages, well, we've got lots of folks whose mortgages matured in 2023, right and they're going from interest rates that used to be in the two percentiles of things to now all of a sudden they're at like five and a half, yeah. six, mm-hmm. 6.25. So we've got this great product where we can actually blend and extend people's mortgage terms midterm yeah. without prepayment penalty. Yep. Yeah. So people that are aware of this and that we were able to like, you know, talk with about this when they signed their original mortgage documents, those people started reaching out to us a year ago. Yeah. Hey, our mortgage is maturing next year in 2023. Can we blend and extend our existing rate? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's like it's just working with people that are informed about what their own policies are. So. Like and like, knowing when they're coming up, like I'm always yeah. looking, Oh my gosh, when is it coming yeah. up? Yeah. Right. Like and my man. girlfriend just sent me a screenshot today. Hopefully she won't listen to this, but <laughs> my girlfriend just sent me a screenshot today. She's like, this is when my mortgage matures. And it's like 2026, 1.79%. I'm like, yes, 2026. <laughs> That's awesome." Yeah. So I'm like, yes, you're being aware of this. I love that. There's yeah. lots of people that you talk to and like, when's your term coming up for renewal? Yeah uh i'll get back to you on that i just asked my sister that she's like how do i where do i even find that i'm like oh my
1: god and Mm -hmm. this is where the gap is why there's such an impact on the economy and people yeah right it's because they're maybe we need to make ourselves more knowledgeable and it is our responsibility yes not my mortgage brokers (laughs) No, mine yours
2: right and it is like i get it when people are purchasing homes especially first-time home buyers Mm -hmm. they are so excited and it's your job and your job and my job yeah. to sit there and be like, okay, you're thinking a lot with your heart. We need to like think a little bit more yeah. with your head. Yeah. And then it's my job to sit there and be like, I know that you want this house really badly, but you're literally draining yourself of every last penny that you own. And you're going yeah. to have to live under a rock for the first three years. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you really want? And then, you know, they kind of let's sit back and take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. Or you again, like working with real estate agents that are looking at for your best interests as well and making sure that they're not putting you into something over their head. I think as women, we all have that like gut intuition Mm -hmm. of, oh, I really don't know if this is the right thing yeah. for this person or I really don't know if this is the right thing for me. Yeah. Right. So I think as a, a female, nothing against guys in this industry, obviously, yeah. but we're the caretakers. Yeah. Right?
1: And it's a fiduciary duty on your end and on our end to yeah. make sure that we're setting our clients up. I would never want a client to, even though they love it, you know, a, a quote, my mom used to always teach me, do you love it or list it?
2: So are you do thinking you know,
1: functionally it. or are you thinking emotionally? Yeah right and yeah. that's always something when we flip houses she would ask us mm-hmm. yeah you're gonna keep it you're gonna list it and I always so want to list it Adam always wants to keep it
2: <laughs> so interesting I know right and I'm like Stop so he's, it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Mr. Empathetic over yeah. here you got the hard ass in here <laughs> <laughs> that's a good it's balance it
1: is. well that's why we work so well together Yes, yes right? 100% yeah. if Adam could keep every single item we could Although we wouldn't have been able to make our biggest move and build our house if we kept more of those. So that right. was what I was see. Like, yeah, we want the 50 acres with the brand new house and the kids
2: running around. Mm-hmm. We need to sell it. Yeah. yeah. And you have to have somebody that's also willing to tell you. Yeah. You know what, Jess? Like, this is too much. You guys are going to be in over your head with this one. Yeah. So I think. Like going back to somebody has to be able to kind of take accountability sometimes. Yep. That can be on me too. To, it's hard to have hard conversations with it people. Is, yeah. But I would rather be able to go to bed and sleep at night yeah. and not worry about are these people going to be able to like live? Well, that's the thing. Have kids and be able to pay for them. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To yeah. me, it's fiduciary that we have the hard conversations because I'm taking care of you maybe you don't want to hear it, but I bet you the next day you wake up, you're like, Oh, thank God. She told me that. Yeah. yeah.
2: And sometimes the best experiences that you have are with people yeah. that actually take your advice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. If, me. Yes. And you know,
1: I had a leak or whatever. Yeah. Right. I've heard that before too. And I'm thinking, thank God we, yes. we didn't commit.
2: <laughs> I I'm not like to like make my head big or anything like that, but I think that I've had such great, um, a, such a great career doing what I'm doing because you take the time mm-hmm. to put into the people yeah. and because you can make sure that okay you're going to be fine sure you got the odd thing that's going to go sideways yeah but at the end of the day if you're doing right by the person and yeah. you've explained everything full to them even though it might be hard then you sure exactly yeah. yeah and that's why like when we go back to talking about you know, getting a mortgage and what the heck do you do and what are your first steps and stuff like that. It's like, get pre-approved. Yeah. There's just so many things. I was talking to a good friend of mine this morning. He sent me a property on realtor.ca and and it's a three-season beautiful cottage. Um it was on a seasonal road. Uh it didn't have uh indoor plumbing. It was all exterior. And I said to him like, you know that you can't get a mortgage on this yeah and he was like why not and I explained all of those things and he was like I had no idea yeah mm-hmm. so I'm like yeah if you had gone in there and just purchased a cash because it's $200,000 like yeah crazy. you would have been on the hook for it bud yeah so crazy. first thing to do like when you're trying to get a mortgage or trying to purchase a home please just go out there and get a pre-approval even if it's your third or fourth or fifth house yeah if you oh, haven't purchased always. a home in five years yeah Every home so, so much unique. that has changed. Yeah. And Every, you have no idea.
0: Yeah. You truly have no idea what you can or can't afford. Yeah. Yes. You might think you, and don't listen to mortgage calculators that are online.
2: You cannot do a mortgage pre-approval in 90 seconds, people. It's not possible. Can you repeat that? You cannot do a mortgage pre-approval in 90 seconds. It does not exist. A computer doesn't give you a mortgage. A person does. That's yeah. going to be your quote for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I really, yes. I love that. Perfect. Because <laughs> the other misconception out there that we get all the time, and I started saying it every single time I work with people, you are pre-approved. Yeah. We know what your affordability looks like. We know what you, we know what your purchase price range is based off of your down payment. Right. Huh. That's the numbers. That's it. Okay. That's what the pre-approval is. We don't know the property. Right. We don't know how many acres it is. We don't know how many bedrooms it is. We don't know the condition of the property. Yeah. So take your pre-approval as numbers only. Yeah. Cause what I had seen happen in the past before I kind of added that whole, like yeah. asterisk, yeah. italicized, bold. <laughs> yeah. Read this. Yeah. People would come back and I'd be like, where's your offer, your condition of financing? Oh, we were pre-approved. Pre-approved. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. And then, especially at the height of COVID, when Mm -hmm. we saw so many houses going over list price being sold, There's
1: such an impact on that now. Yeah.
2: It's so it's hard to watch. Yes.
1: Even other realtors, like I'll get
0: an offer from a a, obviously a real estate agent, and there it's a firm offer, no finance. So of course, if you're a new realtor, listen to this. You need to ask questions. What are their finances? Don't just assume that, oh, great, it's a firm offer. So I was pressing for information and this realtor told me, oh, well, they're pre-approved okay, that's not firm approved. There's a difference and you need to understand what that difference yeah, is.
1: That's exactly it. And different banks do different yes, approvals and so different right. time periods. Yes. And they color code it. Does this sound familiar to you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So one, yeah. my one friend said, well, it's a a, it's a red or a green. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what this
2: yeah. means. But <laughs> yeah.
0: What What does that mean? Well, I only know if A's in C. It'll, a
2: it depends. Right. Uh, I guess it depends on two different things. Like on a commercial lending mm-hmm. level, Um there was a lot of color coding that came in for COVID affected industries. Mm. So for commercial and small business, it's like, we're not lending to these gotcha. industries anymore. Like for example, restaurants, if yeah. somebody wanted to open a new restaurant, like forget it. That's it. Right. Um, if you've got people that are say from Mississauga and they want to purchase a property up on the peninsula, nine times out of 10, they're working with a mortgage broker right. out yeah. of the city. Mortgage brokers are then sourcing, deals out or sorry mortgage brokers are then sourcing mortgage financing out to people in or to financial institutions in Mississauga yeah, right they don't know no, what, what cisterns are they don't yeah. know what douglas
1: are they the don't septic, know where they get the most strangest conditions yeah. or requests yeah
2: mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm always I I tell people like those are usually the hail mary phone calls I get a yeah. week outside mm-hmm. of closing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we can't get the financing anymore. We were pre-approved and they told us it was fine, but then they won't give us the financing because the property is on a well. Yeah. It's like, it's because they're not not from our geographic area. Yeah.
1: I feel like if anyone's listening, just work with someone local to the area. Exactly. And And stick to your
0: area as a realtor, because again, Mm -hmm. I've received offers with nothing about water samples. A bank always wants a water sample if it has a well and usually water
2: treatment, correct me if I'm wrong again it's just going to be all dependent on the yeah. financial institution that you're working with so there could yeah. be a case where say if you go to you know the green bank they they want a water <laughs> the <green> potability <laughs> sample i want to meet the green bank <laughs> <laughs> like with meridian as long as you're on a well if if the if the condition is in your offer to purchase then we're going to get a copy of your fulfillment of conditions anyway right yeah, yeah. Um, so we don't, unless it's some sort of a red flag, like it's written in the offer that the well needs to be replaced or something mm-hmm. like that. We technically don't require any sort of water prod, water potability certif- certificate. Right. Or uh, again, nine times out of ten, you guys are doing your job and due diligence to write down septic is going to be pumped and inspected. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's our cherry on top. That it okay, is, we're covered there. Yeah. So. Um, again, just different financial institutions, different policies. If you're say a seasoned buyer and you want to purchase a rental property, so many differences now between financial institutions. Meridian will still let people do 80% loan to value, so 20% down payment mm-hmm. minimum for this rental. you are so great
1: because it's really hard to find that other places.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, mortgage brokers will of course know like their their stuff, but um I find that. You just have to kind of, we're in an area where, you know, Gray County, Bruce County, our population size is smaller. So it's kind of handy just to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, Jess, I have this property. It's Mm -hmm. kind of weird. I think we did that the other day with one of your properties yeah, Yeah, up on the peninsula. So it's handy to be able to call up colleagues that you might've worked with or people that you've crossed paths with at different financial institutions to understand what they can offer. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day too, if I can't do the deal for somebody because of a holdup, then I can be like, Hey, yeah. Sean, can you do this deal at RBC? Mm-hmm. Help me out. You it guys is. have different programs. So yeah. rental properties, like we need 20% down payment minimum, yeah. Other financial institutions, they want 30 or yeah, 35%. fire. Adam, and I just went through this what, last year and I yeah. like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, you yeah, know that's right. Because you guys had done some investigating around too. Yeah. And
1: it took us a while. But as I said to Adam, there's always a way you just have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And what I feel like there's a misperception about is that the realtor and your mortgage person can connect and talk to each other. Oh, my
2: gosh. That's right? like, yes. It's a mm-hmm. game changer for me the phones up and talk if your real estate agent wants to stay connected and be so much in your business that they want to be able to talk yeah. to your mortgage person yeah let them, let do, them it. do it yeah. because guess what at the end of the day there's all this jargon yeah that we use and i hate to say it because i'm guilty yeah. the acronyms that we use like we just should have like a straight up law <laughs> don't use acronyms when you're working <laughs> like, just with give your me clients the law. And, what it mean? yeah exactly <laughs> Because they don't know. So it's like, this is so much power to me as a buyer, yeah. having my mortgage agent and my mortgage specialist working together. I had a real estate agent. We were working with first time buyers last yeah. week. They're from Collingwood. They're trying to buy a place in Owen Sound. Yeah. Like I can't do this and sit and talk with them face to face. They've mm-hmm. got important business to do during the day. Time's yeah. money for them. Right. So they just connected me with their real estate agent and we had a three-way text messaging conversation oh, really? going on. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. like, it's a team. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what
0: I like is there's no misinformation. Like I'm getting the information about their finances yeah. directly from you versus from
1: the buyer who doesn't know. We're trying to paraphrase it. And yeah. you're like,
0: well, I think she said this. I think, yeah, I think, I, I think <laughs> we're approved. I'm like, can I please call your mortgage person? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And you know what, I guess it all comes with time. Cause I remember when I first started out as a mortgage specialist, like, I mean, I'm sure it's the same as a real estate agent. It's intimidating Mm -hmm. working with folks that are asking a lot of you because you just want to be like, yes, 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 yes to you. Yes to you. Yes to me. Yes to everyone. (laughs) And we get caught up in that. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh Oh, but I can't do this or I can't do this. Yeah. And you just want to like, please people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's nice that over the years, that kind of excitable energy Mm -hmm. has left my body. Yeah.
1: I'd say what's what I've learned in the last couple of years, a few deals where the mortgage specialist was telling us too soon. I'm pretty sure you're approved. You're good to go for a client. Oh, what happened two times in a row. We were told too soon it got the client too excited, and the deal fell through. No, they're left on the block. So I've learned to, yes okay, but we need to see something in writing. Yeah.
0: Right. And that's very smart. Yeah. I always get it in writing from the mortgage person that they can firm up. Yeah. yeah. I will. I don't take my client's word for it because mm-hmm. I've, I've had that happen. I take yeah. their word. They were not good mm-hmm. to go and they firmed up. It it all worked out, but yeah. Yeah.
2: Just Cause have if there's something questions. that you guys have to have to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it's really easy to start pointing fingers when yeah. there's nothing on paper to prove yeah. it. You've only had a verbal conversation. Yeah. yeah. So and in this day and age, it's like, yeah, well you have to have something. Yeah. But you know what still surprises me though is the number of people that still come and say to me, my real estate agent wants me to waive my financing.
1: That's crazy. Or my
2: and it's not, I don't see it in this market a lot. It's in a different market where, but still you're just like, I I don't, I'm not comfortable. And these are the reasons I'm not comfortable. And I'm explaining the reasons. Based off of what a real estate agent should be saying, and saying doing to anything. them, yeah. you could be sued. Yes. You could be this, and you could be that. Did your real estate so agent pissed. explain this to you. Yeah. But, yeah, and they're not getting that explanation. So yeah. you're kind of like, I don't need to close your deal. I I'm fine. Yes. Yeah. So isn't
1: that best model that when you know that, you know, you see a sticky situation and you're thinking, "Mm,
2: yeah, you hire, hire, we should go there. Yeah. You hire the professionals for a reason. Listen to them. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure same with you guys. It's the same thing with me is that are we in the industry of sales? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is that how we all make a living? Yes. Mm -hmm. But just because we do, just because we put food on our table from that does not mean that we say yes to every single deal yeah. or every single yeah. person that yeah. comes along. Exactly. There's there's certain real estate agents that I personally would rather not work with.
1: Yeah. You have to learn the market pretty good. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's so it's nothing wrong nice. with that because you know, Who's going to give you stress and who's going to work well with you. Yeah.
2: It's not a popularity contest to be like, I have all of these real estate agents that I'm working with. It's like, no, these are my real estate agents that I work with. These are my mortgage industry people that I work with because they're Mm -hmm. the ones that I trust. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So nothing better than me. Pick up the phone, ask some questions. Know mm -hmm. you're getting real straight up answers from good people.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't, the answer might not have a nice, pretty bow on it, but at least you're like, okay, that's the answer. And that's that I can, I can trust that that's,
1: Mm -hmm. I always say there's courage in saying no. Yeah. Right. Definitely. I know.
2: Definitely. We say it a lot too, right? Because if you you don't set the expectation, then they're going to walk all over you. Oh yeah. They'll walk all over you or like Closing comes and things are just going right sideways Yeah, and you've yeah. got a lawyer down your throat and you've got your client down your throat. Yeah. 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 So speaking of that um, and we've, we have a pod- previous podcast with a lawyer and I asked him this question too,
0: but I want to hear your perspective. Is it common for the bank to all of a sudden back out prior to closing and and why would they do
2: that? It's interesting. Like that's a really good question because I've, I've only maybe had a handful of scenarios where people have contacted me, maybe two handfuls over the years mm-hmm. where people have contacted me like a week and a half or two weeks ahead of closing to say they're not doing it anymore. Huh. There's always two sides to the yeah, story. That's true. Right. Maybe they got fired. So <laughs> it could be, yeah, maybe they got fired. Have you
0: ever had it happen on one of your own deals? Like no. The underwriter just says, No. Um,
2: Okay, that's good. Definitely that. not, and I think that the nice thing is that, and I think that's the biggest difference between using a credit union, yeah. versus using people. a bank. Yeah, we have the privilege still of being able to pick up our telephones and do exactly what the three of us are doing and have a conversation with deals about our underwriters. Yeah, I'm doing a construction mortgage um, application right now. That is, it's really, 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 really hard to get it approved. Um, not because they aren't great applicants, but because they're self-employed. Yeah, right. I know all about that. Right? <laughs> Teresa's been our go-to. <laughs> and so this kid, this guy, mm-hmm. he's got all the knowledge now yeah. of how he should really look at filing his income tax return. But yeah. right now he's in um a pickle because he's 70% completed on his house and he needs more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's in this jam. Yeah. And so I've been working with my underwriter. And she's so awesome. She's like, okay, let's look at it this way. Okay, that's not going to work. Okay, let's try it this way. I love it. Let's, because you got to think so creatively. You have to. And she's coming up like, I'm pretty creative when it comes to trying to look outside the box. But with this one, I was stumped because I was literally like, I've pulled out like all of my things. I can't, like, I don't have any more tricks. And then it was like, okay, Jess, you look at it now. And Mm -hmm. she's looking at it and she's like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. So now we're in a position that, We can't give him as much money, but we can give him like three quarters of what he needs. And then his family can make up the difference. And then next spring, he's got the tools in his toolbox to be like, okay, this is what I need to do on my income tax return. So that hopefully in the springtime, we can do like an equity takeout, refinance the property and pay back his parents. Makes sense. So, so it's nice being able to pick up the phone and talk with our underwriters about something mm-hmm.
1: because so you are connected of, well with them then. Like, Oh yeah. Under- okay. And can you explain
2: what
0: an underwriter is for those that don't know? Yeah. I did not know what it was until I got into real estate.
2: Yeah. So the underwriters um, they're also called like personal lending coaches. Is adjudicator the same thing? As yeah. Adjudicator. Yeah. There you go. Smarty, <laughs> smarty pants. All of our deals that we write And again, like it's changed over the years at at one point in time, we had like our own lending limits at the branch level. So if my lending limit was 250,000 and you needed 200,000, I could underrate your deal at the branch level. Mm -hmm. But as Meridian has grown, we're now the largest credit union in Ontario. Mm -hmm. That's kind the the underwriting has to be done at our corporate office. So um, St. Catharines is where our corporate office and ever since covid Like, so now our underwriters, some of them work in the office, some of them work from home, but we've got a lot of like really good tenured staff down there. And again, they are led by like a couple of really great, amazing leaders. So underwriters, adjudicators, personal lending, they are there to review our deals. So say you come to me for mortgage financing. I'm the one that puts everything together. I'm the one that's pulling your credit bureau and reviewing your credit bureau activity. I'm the one that's getting your pay stubs and your T4s, your tax returns if you're self-employed and reviewing those with you. So if there's something out of the ordinary, it's like, okay, what happened here? Because by the time that you put your credit bureau and a tax return together, It's pretty wild. Like I can basically tell a story about the person for the last like four years of their life between those like three items. So by the time that people sit down with you, you're kind of like, I've already gotten to know you just through Mm -hmm. the paperwork paperwork. side of things. So that's really nice. And then I take that information. I write up my application comments about you, about the numbers that are here. And this is why we should give these people a mortgage. Or if there's, you know say that there's like a marital breakdown Mm -hmm. and one spouse wants to stay in the house and they need to pay the other spouse out we sit down together and we write all of our comments up right about that so by the time it gets down to our underwriting team it's like they have been sitting there with me and them so that's a massive difference between us and other financial institutions whereas other financial institutions it's like okay we're going to hit send and someone will pick it up and review it. I've got no idea who, who it is. Yeah. And then we're going to get it back as a yes or no. And I think the downfall with that is if the answer is no, it's like, well, why? Yeah. And you're not getting the coaching that you need to try and get a house, maybe 12 months down the road yeah. or 15 months down the road. Yeah. So it's really nice from like that underwriting standpoint that we've got that connection and that we can just pick up the phone. Same with our mortgage processing team. If there's like a hiccup with closing or something like that, and we've talked to the lawyer and the lawyer's like, yeah, we're going to be delayed a day. We can pick up the phone and call our mortgage processing team and be like, just got off the phone with the lawyer. Closing is delayed till tomorrow. Yeah. So it's really nice. Me too. Yeah. It's so huge. God, I'd have so much anxiety. Oh it is lot
1: like every step we have to tell you, you tell a thousand other people yeah know, and the client and
2: yeah, yeah. and it's nice like working for a company that very much sticks to their principles and morals
1: yeah
0: what is one thing you wish Realtors knew or understood that we might not about your industry
2: um I think that I think that you guys think sometimes that it's maybe a lot easier for us than what it is mm-hmm. right? I agree with that like especially maybe new real estate agents because remember how I said like there's always two sides to every story yeah. you guys are dealing with clients that are like super happy and excited and this is their first home yeah. and then perhaps they don't have a pre-approval and it gets to us and and it's like what is taking so long yeah <laughs> that is like the number one question I always get what is taking yeah. so long yeah right. and it's I've like I'm guilty of that I'm sorry Well, how many papers you have to look at like yeah I so so yeah. know kind of like it, it's Oh,
1: even sucking yeah. it in I'm like oh my god what more do you need there's <laughs> that many
2: more people living in Ontario there's that many yeah, more people true. buying houses it's like the price of fuel why is fuel going up because there's such a massive amount of consumption of it because there's this that many more vehicles on the road every day yeah so if we're taking our time it's not because we're taking our time or that I'm taking my time it's Probably because every freaking purchase that people have now, we need some sort of an appraisal to verify the value. Yeah. And we're sitting waiting for appraisers. That's a whole other podcast. It is. It really yeah.
0: Is. Yeah. We'll yeah. Do another one on
2: that. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. So, where can our viewers find you? If they yeah. Want to connect?
2: So, you can find me at the <laughs> Owen Sound Branch right across from Canadian Tire on 16th Street in Owen Sound. Um, or like all my information, of course, is on our MeridianCU.ca webpage. Yeah. You can find me there too, or um, email or phone. Yeah, and for
1: those listening, you have to use Carissa. She's <laughs> done many of our deals and our clients' deals. It's, it's she's our go-to.
2: You least. guys are such a massive like yeah. supporter of mine, and and vice versa because you guys do such a great job for your clients too and having their backs. So yeah. I think a lot of people need to remember too, like Meridian Credit Union is Ontario based. So if you want to yeah. buy a house out east or out west or something like that unfortunately we just don't have that um regulation we're provincially regulated but I can do your financing for you like Ontario-wide so don't be worried if you're you know buying down in Oshawa or the Sioux or something like that Um,
1: yeah awesome thanks for joining us thank you so much for having me thanks for joining that's the vault.